What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am your guy, CJ100. It's your guy, Taze the Fire. And we are the Five One Hundred Podcast, back like we never left. Thanks, man. <clears throat> We've been gone for a minute, though. I ain't even, I ain't even gonna lie. Can't man. even lie. But uh, like, bro, I'm just, I'm happy that we coming back this month, Black mm-hmm. Father, February 2023. Uh-huh. Yes, and sir. We told y'all, bro. Hey, we told them this gonna be an annual thing, bro. We gotta start shining that spotlight on our brothers that's doing their thing. So, yes, sir. So. Passion. So to tell y'all a little bit about how this came about, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> me and Tez are fathers that I've been a father for seven years. My boy been a father for about two years now. You know what I'm saying? Um, he made me the God's father to his son. You know what I mean? Our close relationship um, and, and how we value fatherhood. And, you know, a lot of people have conversations about feminism, about uh, men and women relationships and dynamics between men and women and uh, motherhood and fatherhood, right? And we wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that we put a flag in the ground for fatherhood. You know what Thanks. I mean? We put the black in front of it, even though it represents all fathers. We put that black in front of it because there has been a negative connotation that's attached to black fatherhood. And we're just going to continue to show you from our everyday lives, at least once a year, yep. that black fathers are indeed fathers and not just sperm donors. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's how this came about. Yeah, my brother, you've been good though, man. You know we we ain't been up here in a minute, man. We ain't been up. Man, it's like getting back on the bike, man. You never forget it. Once you roll like we rolled in twenty twenty two, man. It's just like hopping back on the bike. I'm just ready to get back into it. Yes, uh, shout out to the people that's in the chat, my guy Charles, a day one supporter. First comment, like we knew you would be. You know what I'm saying. And uh, Lady Navoa, how you been, love? Condolences to your family. I, you know, we heard mm-hmm. about what happened. Um, but I appreciate you being uh, here to show love and support, man. We're glad to see you. We missed you, too. Definitely yep. missed you. You know what I'm saying? And JJ at the Moss Network. What's happening, family, man? Glad to see you here, too, as well. We about to cook, man. We definitely about to cook. Um, and before we get all the way into what we're talking about, we do got some special guests. One of them is here now. And before I bring this brother up, I do want to make y'all aware of who he is if you don't know. So a brother goes by the name Dr. Humble Dad. I saw him before he ever knew who I was, probably because he's a superstar in these spaces, but he wouldn't say that, right? Um, but I saw him on King Talk, and I was like, you know, sometimes it can get it can get hot up there, right? Yeah. But one person I've never seen really get hot up there is Humble Dad. He's just always so calm, cool, and collective and making his point. And the name Humble Dad was just so, you know what I'm saying? It was just striking to me. Like, who, who is this guy? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I started doing a little more research into him. And um, through Sir Hale, man, he reached out to me. You know what I'm saying? And had me on this show. And it was just numbered fathers and mothers coming on the show to have these dope conversations. So he facilitates a good energy. So I want to bring this brother up for Black Father February. A round of applause for my guy. Dr. Humble Dad. Give it up, give it up, give it up. What's up, gentlemen? Appreciate y'all having my brother. Listen, man, life is going on, bro. That's what's going yes, on. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all <laughs> having me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Was the introduction too much? How how'd you feel about the introduction? <laughs> you talking about your your introduction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you. Oh uh, no, nah, man, I wouldn't say that. I mean, people are uh I mean, I got a lot going on, so you showing it to everybody. So yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So we're going to start this Black Father February. Now, um, we kind of gave the rundown of why we did what we did. Um, just before I get into the main question, um, do you kind of understand why we need to put the Black in front of uh, Father February? Do you Can you kind of see the need for doing it? Do I see a need for doing it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I see why you do it. You know, I, as far as a need, <clears throat> I wouldn't necessarily say that it's needed needed because mm-hmm. every kid needs a father. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and it's, it's uh, statistically shown, it's not necessarily across a particular demographic that fathers mm-hmm. generate the most out of their kids. So, yeah. but I understand it. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're hitting a niche, a niche. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what we were trying to look at. So, first question, because you know, um, the title is Fatherhood is a Thankless Job. Yeah. Okay. So, just, I mean, before we just dive into it, do you believe that being a father is a thankless job? Absolutely. Uh, okay. You know, if, if I had to give context to it, <clears throat> okay. the reason why it, it is a uh, thankless job in my my estimation is because that's how media has kind of propagated it, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, as well as music, uh, entertainment, if you will. Um, I mean, you take, for example, uh, that the majority of NFL football um, quarterbacks all have fathers mm-hmm. in their life. You know what I'm saying? Think about that for a moment. 32 of them, right? All of them have a father, an active father in their life. Uh, and so um, just recently, as, y- as y'all know, <clears throat> where we at now is 2023. And mm-hmm. uh, who is it? Uh, Jalen Hurts and... Uh, Patrick Mahomes, right, right, are in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, but they're not talking about their fathers who helped them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes' father was a major league baseball player. Yep. Facts. Even though they separated, he's still in his life. You know what I'm saying? And then you have um, uh, you have Jalen Hurts, whose father is a major role. Like he loved his father to, to death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, the thankless part, I would say, is from outside of the house, right? Okay. But inside the house, if the father's there, the people know. And it's, um, I, I speak for myself, right? For me, my late wife, she made sure that my job was not thankless. Mm-hmm. And even Kendra, my uh, my soon-to-be wife, she mm-hmm. tells me that she sees me as a dope father. So she, there's never, for me, it's not a thankless job because mm-hmm. I'm always going to thank you. Mm. Yeah, and and I can go off that one too. Uh, I kind of wrote it down um, when we came up with the topic of the thankless job of being a father. I got no one pats you on the back for it. No one brags on you about it, but it's crucial hard work that got to be done. And I think as a father, you see that every single day. It's no way around, especially if you active. Like you said, if you are active mm-hmm. father and you there every day, and you even even when you got the time with your kids, mm-hmm. it's gonna be some job that you gotta do that don't nobody say good job. You just gotta do mm-hmm. it, you know. I just right. think that's being a man, period. But being a father, it's a whole nother level. But I can identify with you too, humble dad. Uh, my my wife ain't never made me feel like. Oh, we don't care about what you do. We don't appreciate what you do. A lot of it is media. A lot of it is what we see on TV, what's being pushed uh, government-wide. But mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so important that men like I, that I, like I say, step up and say, no, nah, it's, it's a reason why we're here. It's a reason why we fight so hard to spend this time with our kids because we don't believe – the statistics are just numbers. They exist for right. a reason. So right. Yeah. Um. So, is being a father a thankless job? I, I I noticed something that both of you said that uh is a glaring hole in my life. Right. Um, wives or soon to be wives. Mm. Um, and the reason I would say it's a thankless job is because I I don't have that constant uh confirmation that i'm doing well as a father um so for me um i've been told by my grandmother that i overcompensate um because i don't have my daughter every day um i try to make every event even though i'm working 70 hours a week um and i'm doing it you know but i do i do get burnt out and for her to tell me that, I, I kind of take that as a, you know, a, uh, thank you for how much you do for your kid, but you don't have to do that much, you know what I'm saying? Um, but to answer the question directly, I, for me personally, um, being a father is a thankless job. But even when I do get a thank you for it, it feels weird. Uh, yeah. Like, for instance, I was at an event last year for my daughter. This most likely was cheerleading, right? Um 
I was at an event, and after it was over, her mother called me and was like, just thank you for coming, because it was out of town. It was out of state, actually. And she was like, thank you for coming. And I was like, that's what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of like I think we play a part in it not being as, a, you know, it's it's not as big as a thing as it should be because I think we, you know, guys always try to be so cool, man, so masculine, you feel me, that we don't even realize how important it is until it's not there. And I was raised yep. without my pops. So it's for me, it's like I, I, I don't need the adulation. But even when I get it, it's not even a full blown like, oh, appreciate it. I barely accept it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like I'm just gonna, I was gonna do it anyway, whether you say thank you or not. I think you do need it. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think you do need <clears throat> to hear a thank you, or that mm-hmm. you're doing a good job. Because I was like that too. Um, when uh, Jen would say something like, you know, uh, thank, thank you for uh, letting me uh, go out. Or whatever without the kids because we because we used to because we were homeschooling right and so she's with she was with them all the time right? right but she would still say thank you and i'm like these are my kids right <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not babysitting you know what i'm saying right right but if i looked at it from her perspective she looked at it as the world doesn't thank you but i want to thank you mm. you see mm. what i'm saying and so I, I would I would say that I did need it, but it, I didn't know that I needed it, mm-hmm. right? Because anybody that's anybody enjoys being encouraged. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if, if 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 that's her way of encouraging me, then that's cool. Or when Kendra says, "Hey, listen, you you are really a good dad," you know, mm-hmm. uh, even though you're hard on yourself because overcompensating. I, I I would say that I did overcompensate. I do overcompensate because I didn't have a father mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. However, because I've interviewed over ninety dads, you know, like I understand what it is that I'm needing to be doing, mm-hmm. and I I'm okay with overcompensating if that's a thing. Like for me, mm-hmm. I know that they want my time, mm-hmm. right? As hard as that is, I'm always like, okay, how can I give them more of my time? Kendra may say something like, "You do give them time." Well, in my mind, I'm not. Right. Mm-hmm. So really it's me trying to fulfill my own. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking one of the hardest, one of the hardest balances for me, man, because my, you know, like I say, I always say this, my daughter's a cheerleader and that shit ain't cheap. Right. So, right. you know, who's paying for it? Dad. And it's like, in order for me to do that, I have to work and I have to tell you, tell you I have to work, bro. And I want to be there. It's, I also went through something recently where my daughter was like, she doesn't want to stay. She want to come over, but she doesn't want to stay. Now, that's partially because uh, my ex-wife is engaged and her fiance has a daughter her same age. So oh, okay. she likes she likes to be over there. But, you know, that puts me in a weird spot. You know what I'm saying? Because she wants to be over there, but she also wants to be here with her dad. And it puts me in a weird spot. So in her doing that, and being in cheer, it's cheer season right now. Like she's practicing five days a week, and it's a competition every week. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and everything that's set up is on her mother's side of town. You know, everything is is I mean, which makes sense because she has the majority of the custody. So it would make sense that everything she does would be closer to home. But that is an inconvenience for me. You know what I'm saying, and the, in the way I have to work. So I, when I get her, you know, I over, I overcompensate. I feel like because I'm trying to do so much, and I'm trying to fit what my what her mother has a week and a half of parenting. I'm trying to fit it in five days. You know what I'm saying. I'm trying to sh- <laughs> put all these lessons in five days. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, and then I do. I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. Then sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much. Um, and I don't really hear thank you. You know what I'm saying? But when I do, I don't even know how to take it because I'm not even used to hearing. Mm-hmm. And bro, well, I, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and bro, I, I guess for me it's a little bit, um, a little bit different uh, because I am with my son and I see him every day. But the man, y- right now, y'all kind of talking about the mental warfare that a lot of fathers go through. And for me, it's am I enough? 
you know, am I no? I'm almost looking at it like, can I be the man that I grew up seeing to my son? You know, I, my father was in the house with me my whole life, and I, I I got a chance to see what a man is and what he's supposed to do. And it creeps up in your head. Maybe I'm not gonna be enough, or maybe I might do one thing that my son sees and he just goes off the rails. So yeah. I think that's an aspect that we don't wow. talk about enough either is the mental warfare. And it could be self-inflicted. I don't know. But it's still there and it's still a battle that I fight daily. And I know you brothers experience some of the same things as well. That's so, good. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. That's that's so good. let me let me let me pose the second question because we, we got the answer to the first one, and depending on your answer, which I'm glad you answered the way you did, or where I was gonna have to drop you down. But um how did dad how did the dad position become thankless? How did that happen? Um man, how did it become thankless? Um I, I would say, you know, the word they don't like us to say, but uh it definitely starts with an F. You know what I'm saying? It, it went around back in the nineteen <laughs> that was the next question, but go ahead. It was get into it. Get into it now. Yeah, okay. And so um <clears throat> but and so what happened was is that uh because men kind of ran things, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Uh especially in the you know the black community, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you had black panthers, you had the, our leaders were men, you know. Uh, and, and Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, whether you agree or disagree with them, those were the people mm-hmm. that were our figureheads and mm-hmm. leading charge for, for some uh, some things, right? And and the, the I would say, uh, society saw that these dudes, they were fathers, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Whether it was in their house as well as to us, though, the, the people that were following them. And they saw, even if you go back further to slavery, they knew if you took the, the dude out the, out the uh at the house, that mm-hmm. it's easier to, to, to gain access to the, the, the women and the children. Facts. So, so how did it become that way? When they saw that there was a, uh, <clears throat> when they saw that black people work together, they was like, okay, how do we figure out a way to, uh, to not have them be together? And what right. most people don't understand is that civil rights is actually what uh, transitioned it to be a thankless job mm. because even mm. though, uh, even though uh, Malcolm, I'm not Malcolm, but Martin Luther King was speaking from a position of like, you know, everybody needs to be equal. Well, uh, being equal doesn't mean that you have to segregate, mm-hmm. right? Or integrate, should I say? Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what ends up happening is now, uh, when the government assistance came out, right? Now you say, okay, well, here, this man don't need to be there. Then you have the the war on on, on drugs. Okay, now we got to figure out. We get the man out of the house. And so that's when it, I would say that it became a, a thankless job. You transition into uh, the 90s and you look at the TV shows, right? If we did, uh, in the te- and, 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 and this goes across any ethnicity, that the father was always the butt of the joke. Yep. Yeah. Al Bundy. The, yeah. Al Bundy, Bill Cosby mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on Family Matters. Uh, even my wife and kids. I mean, you name yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? It, it was even bad. to the sons. Junior was the yep. idiot, right? Yeah, and so with Theo. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that was Theo. So, uh, how did it get to that? It, it became that way through through media because they see that uh, the family being separated gives them more power. So let me let me before uh, Ted's answers, let me push back on you for the women that would have something to say about what you just said. So. I'm uh, I'm gonna put my voice on. Um, well, humble dad. Uh, <laughs> let me not do that. <laughs> I, I don't do it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but um, to the women that would would push back, what they would say is um, there wasn't a big majority of people accepting uh, Section Eight or food stamps and kept the father out of the house so what about those other situations what you know it, it ain't it ain't a black woman's fault what, what say you to that it's, it's not a black woman's fault that yeah it's not the black woman's fault 
And I'm not saying you were saying it is. Right, right. I'm saying this this is how this because we we know this conversation happens a lot, and okay. they take it as we're just trying to take our responsibility off a of man and put it on them or whatever. But it's really you know system. But what would you say to the women that say it's not all our fault? Like everybody didn't take food stamps and put their man out the house, or I did take that food stamps, but I was sneaking back in. Okay, well, <laughs> I like that because I think that was a movie, right? Um, where, uh, well, what I would say is that it was enough. If it was enough to decrease the value of family, even mm. though if it wasn't everybody, it didn't take everybody to do it. It took enough people to do it in mm. order to transition. There was a president that was like, uh, he was running. He said, "We're gonna always, we're gonna make it to where black people always vote Democratic, mm. right? and so we're gonna give them things." That they would think that we're helping them, right? So, and one of those things was uh, social, not social security, but was uh, was welfare, right? Mm -hmm. Even though it helped white people, because more there are more white people on welfare than black people. Yeah, right. right? <clears throat> so, and then, and so it's like, okay, well, even if you didn't take it, your homegirl did. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in your family did. Now, was that guy wrong for not? doing what he needed to do in order to keep his family. I, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but at the same time, once you still, you recognize that in the beginning, right. That, that you may not recognize the, uh, the plan in the beginning that they're trying to take you uh, from your family, but that mm -hmm. was like 60 and seventies. We're in 2023. Yes, sir. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, once, once they see, and I, and I would tell this to the woman. So then I would ask them, Right. We talk. Okay. Then, and it goes back to the the whole saying, this talking point of mm -hmm. okay, who controls access to sex? Mm -hmm. Right. So then you decide who you sleep with because now it's not about being married and then divorcing, and and there are kids in you know kids in between, right? Mm -hmm. That's a little different in my estimation because y'all she she was wifey material, right? What woman, sir? This here is a hoe. Not. <laughs> oh, man. oh man! Oh Lord! That's oh, funny. I had, to, I had to get That's in there. Go funny. ahead, my, go ahead, my brother. That's funny. So yeah, so I would, I would, I would tell her, listen, it's enough people, it's enough women that chose the money over their man, mm. like, mm -hmm. so much so that it, mm. it separated the family. Uh, and and then now you have what the, the liberation, the sexual liberation. Mm -hmm. Now you, you're saying, okay, well, I can give I can give it up to you, and now I have a kid, and mm -hmm. now I have uh food stamps, I have everything, and I and I don't really need you, right? Mm -hmm. So and so I would say that to her, like, okay, well then if if you all if women would stop if, if they would stop um opening their legs. Right, and if men had dick discipline, right, then you'd be a totally different society from black black father and, and, and black mother's perspective. Okay, so that's my long that's my long winded answer. <laughs> Pretty good. It wasn't too, too bad, man. He ain't long stroking. Uh, <laughs> go, go ahead. For too. me, so uh, how did the dad's position become thankless? Um, honestly, man, I just me personally, I feel like a lot of guys really weren't looking for the validation. Like a lot of us really, like CJ said, a lot mm -hmm. of us don't even walk around thinking that we need that, that affirmation. You know, we just do it because any father that's really trying to do what he's supposed to do, we going to do it regardless. Whether it's yeah. hard, whether it's raining outside, whether we broke, it don't matter what the conditions is, we going to get it done. So I think part of the reason is thankless is because we don't even – we don't even think about that in our head. I'm thinking about how we gonna get the bill paid this month. You know, that's the type of stuff that we think about so often that we don't even sit back. Me and CJ do this all the time. Sometimes mm -hmm. we just sit back and be like, man, like, bro, I got a daughter. I got a son. And it's like, wow. <laughs> a whole like, seven-year-old, what the, bro, what happened? Right, you be so <laughs> amazed. <laughs> Like you be so amazed, like this yeah. a little me running around. So you don't really have time to think about the appreciation and humble dads. You said it best. I think 
I don't care who you are. Everybody likes to be told, hey, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And you got, it's even better to hear that from, you know, whether it's your children or your wife or your girlfriend, mm-hmm. whoever it is, your baby mama, it's good to have that. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. Because that means mm-hmm. a lot. You definitely should hear it from other dudes, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. for me, the way that I do it, <clears throat> well, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all for being some good dads. Because, uh, th- I mean, this is part of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, and on my on my show, the reason why the, the dudes are on there is because they've been uh, designated as good fathers. You know what I'm saying? To some degree. Or they, I would say they're act at least active in their kid's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and so that to me is a good dad <clears throat> not talking about uh if he's a uh i don't know if he's a good husband or a good friend right but if you're active in your kid's life you're at least a good dad so mm-hmm. that's how i try to say thank you uh to, to mm-hmm. the dudes in my circle um for me the question at hand is it's a difficult one to answer because I, I kind of concur with what, what both of you said. Um, but I was, I was, it was definitely shoved down my throat that uh, black men ain't shit. <laughs> um, like black fathers ain't shit. Um, and that's even being said today with the stats being out of how active we are as fathers. Yep. Um, it's like, I've said this before, and I don't think I think I just think I need to figure out a, a Sir Hill way type of say it. Maybe I can say if I can learn how to speak like Sir Hill, people may get it. <laughs> but I said we literally convince people that there are more men that don't love their children and want to be there for their children than there are women that would take advantage of a system that would pay them. Like we've convinced ourselves that more fathers actually hate their children and don't want to be there. Than a person that gets an advantage <laughs> for you not being there. Yeah. Not to say this is everybody's situation, but when that is the situation, it's even it's easier to convince ourselves that we hate our kids. So yeah. I think it's been propagated. I think it's been promoted in the media. I think that's a huge part of why um, it has become devalued as a position as a father. Also. Um, I believe that guys that came up in the 80s and uh, I would say 80s, I would say 80s, um, they were knocking shit down. Let's just be real. Go ahead. You, you was muted, humble dad. Go ahead. I'm muted. I didn't want to interrupt. I'm just saying I was Go about ahead. to I was about to inter- uh, say that point. Like, it's a lot of Pookies and Ray Rays is the names that they like yeah. to call them. They got kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I say I'm, a, like, I'm a Pookie hybrid. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure I could have been one. I, I probably was on my way to one. God save me mm-hmm. on that one. It's easy to get there now. Damn facts. It is easy to get there when you, when you, uh, as dope as me, for sure. I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, uh, that was my humbleness right there. Yeah. So, it was, so it was a what? My humbleness. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Okay, I see. That's what this. Okay, that's what, that's what we do over here. I, I love it. I love. It. Now that I know, you know, so I gotta think ahead. So it's cool. be on point because I'm gonna be right there. I like that. I like, that. I like that. I like that. So what I'm saying is that <clears throat> if you look at the stats, okay, uh, and if it, if they are tr- accurate, fifty percent of dudes, black dudes, don't even have a kid. Right. Right. But seventy percent of or eighty percent, seventy some percent of kids, yeah, are raised by a single mother, mm-hmm. and about fifty percent of mothers, single mothers, have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the information. Yep. You know I'm I ain't make this up. This you can go see blackdemographics.com. Right. Right. This ain't this ain't hate speech. Right. 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 <laughs> so it's, it's it's like you're you're going to say that men are horrible because mm-hmm. of the dudes that you dealt with. Now. Mm-hmm. I would I would say that, you know, I'm just speculating just based on my anecdotal information mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. if the woman was married to the guy that she doesn't typically say that he's a horrible dad. Mm. Let me, right. uh, I, I, real quick, real quick. I want to show you all something because okay. it's it's 
it, it seemed like it might not be on topic, but it's a it's a reason I'm showing this video, and I want y'all to pay attention to the energy and the undertone of what this woman is actually saying. Okay. So give me just a second. Here we go. Stop going in on women who give the dad's custody of the kids. Because one thing about me, by the time my child is in middle school, he's probably going to be living with his dad. And I'm going to be the fun weekend parent. And we're going to take great vacations, great summer vacations. We might do every other holiday or whatever. It's going to be a great time. I, I can feel myself feeling carefree already. Um, yeah, don't bash those women. These women are doing great things. <laughs> what are y'all thoughts on that? I think it makes sense. Me too. Mm -hmm. If she being serious. Now that's that's my only thing. If this ain't sarcasm, I agree. And, and look, this one of the things that I as for me, I don't understand why it's so controversial for men to say that we believe we can be better parents, especially when it comes to the upbringing. And I mm -hmm. think, and that's not taking anything away from women, because for some reason in these spaces, when you say yes. something good, yes, it is taking away from women. You know, oh, it is. Oh, really? It is. It is taken away from women because men are better pants. Ooh, hold up, hold on. I got a sound effect somewhere for that. Let's see if I can. I had that conversation before. Good to see you. Your flies are doing. Welcome. All right, thank you. Hey, man, woman haters club. We're <laughs> in the building. Didn't even know we were stepping in the club half the night. Listen, I, I'm saying, I'm saying overall, right? I mean, there are anomalies. Yeah, <clears throat> right, right. But the information is out there, right? The information is out there. The reason why it's designed for the, I mean, the guy is the head, right? Mm -hmm. It's the reason why he's the head, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> because of the structure, the leadership, um, the 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 forethought. Like you know, I, I'm I, me when I'm thinking, I'm thinking like two, three years out, right? I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about uh, what will my son, what type of man do I want him to be? What type of mm -hmm. uh, daughter? And, you know, my daughter, <clears throat> I have two daughters and two sons. And I'm thinking, okay, who will their spouses be? Who would they be with, uh, with for their spouse, right? That's how I'm thinking, right? And so uh, oftentimes, and, we're, and we're, we're designed to take on uh, heavy situations. Yep. Women mm -hmm. are not. Women are not. They're just. Mm -hmm. It's just not how they're built, right? So, what does that say for the nurturing aspect? Like men are nurturing. Mm -hmm. Men are nurturing. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. what will happen? It'll be a default. So, I, I'll speak of my situation, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, I I, I want to say that the men that I've talked to all had decent, had solid jobs, and they had to be out of the house to work. <clears throat> and so they still were able to come home and their kids are able to see that dad loves him, even mm -hmm. though he's not there. Like I was not in the house either. But when mm -hmm. I came home, kid, my kids knew that daddy loved them, even though I was working two jobs. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. so, they, so they see the love that, that you have for them. And so that's mm -hmm. a part of nurturing. That's a, that, mm -hmm. that fun that she was talking about that dad is now. Like, yeah. You know, dad's a nurturing <clears throat> from a different perspective. I need to yeah. know why I keep clearing my throat. But when my late wife passed away, gotta get the right, cap out. Go ahead. Yeah, I may have to. But <laughs> before before she passed away, I was not the hugging dad. Mm -hmm. That wasn't me. I wasn't the crying dad either. Mm -hmm. But when she passed, I yeah. understood that I had to get in a position from from them. Like I, I needed to know, like, okay. Uh, what do they need? And some of that was I needed to hug them, right? Some mm -hmm. of that was I needed to sit down and do some of the things that they wanted to do, right? And I needed to get them counseling. So uh, men are nurturing, uh, but it's not the same nurturing as, as what a woman would do. So uh, because think about it. If a man wasn't nurturing, and that's an aspect of, of what kids need, if we mm -hmm. were not nurturing, then how are we able to be as as one? Well, I think it was a TED talk. The lady said, uh, "Studies show that a man, a single father, is just as equivalent as a two parent household." Two parent household, yeah. Ooh. I saw the stat for that too. 
know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, oh, this is the other point. Um, that it's interesting that a, a single mother would prefer to be a single mother. I'm, I'm not talking about the ones where the, the dude just ran away. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about them. Okay? Yeah. I'm talking about where the man is saying, listen, I, I want to be in my kid's life. Why not give him the kid? Give him the kid because of information that sh it shows that she will make more money. She will still be able to be a part of the kid's life. And if they co-parent, she still makes good money. And one of the people that we know that's that example is Shay. You know, mm -hmm. Shay make paper, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, they have a really dope co-parenting. What is she going to do? She's going to send her son to live with her, her, uh, his father, what, this coming summer? Mm -hmm. What do you think that's going to do with, to her income? You know what I'm saying? Right. So the information is out there that women, you will make more money since that's what most of them be thinking about, right? If you were able to be by yourself, you also become more <laughs> marketable to a guy that's pursuing you. Right, right. If you have that's no kids in the house, then that means I'm not having to deal with your baby daddy like that, mm -hmm. right? And so then that, that, and so I think that women don't know that or don't care to know that. I don't know what it is, but <clears throat> more than anything, the, 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 that's why I would say that the dad is the better parent. You cooking with grease, my boy. And, and I would even, I would even say this. I think a lot of the time, and we, I'm not a woman, so we just speaking from my guesses. But I would think a woman surrendering her childhood would mean that she don't love him as much. I think if you that's, get, that's how they look I, at it. Yeah, I guarantee you is that. But I think if you love him, you volunteer to give him up, especially if it's a boy, because. The more I got a personal example of my in my life right now of a, a young man that's being raised by a single mother, and it's clear as day he needs some men around him to get him straight. But see, the mm -hmm. problem is he can't, I can't, oh, y'all can't love him the way that I can because I'm mama. It's like, nah, it's 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 a little different. Humble Dad spoke on the statistics. You can go look them up. Like I said, this ain't hate speech that we just spewing out here in the YouTube streets. It's statistics. It's facts behind this stuff. Mm -hmm. I know the reason why I got to raise my son differently than my wife would raise him. It's going to be some different lessons. We can we can get him to the same finish line, but who going to get him there quicker and how you going to look when he crosses? Mm -hmm. I think a lot mm -hmm. of times some women might seem to fail to realize that you can do a great job, but when your boy get 15, some of them 12 and 11, ain't nothing you can do physically with. So I wanted to, <clears throat> I remember I asked y'all about the undertones, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe y'all didn't pick up on it um, because I'm a non-custodial parent. But what I picked up on was her making a joke out of what we do as non-custodial parents, whether it's weekend time or um, yeah, okay. she, she said, she's saying we're oh. going to have vacations all the time. We're gonna, like, it's it's going to be fun and I can't wait till I can be uh, carefree. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely a shot at a non-custodial parent while also saying I want that position. So that's what I heard. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I was tripping how that comment section was full of women saying men deserve rights too. But when we were fighting for this in court, I wasn't hearing this. Well, it's so new. That, right, right. But the fight ain't. That's what I'm Woo saying. Like the, the, the fight been here. Men have been, we wanted 50-50 custody. And they fought us tooth and nail. So now that they see, this, this I think social media definitely plays a big part. Now that they see that Child support is changing. Custody laws are changing all around okay. the country. It's 50 50 custody is about to be the norm. I think in the next 10, 20 years, it's going to be the norm for at least half the country. That's my personal opinion. Seeing it's probably sooner than that because I think it's at least 10 uh, states right now. It's moving. And it's automatically 50 yeah. 50. Mm -hmm. I'm giving, you know, I'm just giving these uh, palm colored people time to get it together. But at the end of the day, it's, it's happening. So they're like, I'm not going to get this child support like I thought. 
it's not going to be as beneficial. So let me position myself to where I ain't got to deal with this kid. You hear so many women today, and it's not a shot. It's just what I've seen more of. They don't like the position of mother. I'm seeing it more and more. <laughs> they don't, oh, they oh, don't oh, like oh, it. Oh, oh y'all got no clip for that? Yeah, what they the done DeMarco in for that? Hold up. Ooh, you wait. got no clip for that, though. Okay. Yeah, hold on, man. <laughs> man, I, I remember that. <laughs> Bro, but I, I, mean, I, I, I truly see it, bro, because I have so many conversations with women. I'm single, so I date. You know what I mean? And I, I have so many conversations where it's like, like even the thought of being a housewife disturbs them because they lose their time to do what they want to do. Like it's I don't like understand. you got to go. What? So I've had a conversation a few times, and this is not a shot at this person that they're watching, because I've had this conversation with actual emotion. Why, why you gotta give a, a statement? <laughs> you had to give a disclaimer. Hey, hey, hey! Y'all asking the wrong questions right now. Don't, don't be asking. <laughs> My, let's let's. But you keep prefacing it's not a shot. <laughs> <laughs> let's just. I'm trying to. Y'all y'all killing me right now. You rejected. Me. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. No, nah, but no, nah, I'm cool though. But for real. Um, because you know they get they get so in their feelings about stuff, and it's just like I'm not trying to beat you down, but this is what you said, right? And I I brought up the fact that we were married, and you had we had we had children. I would ask that you would stay home for at least the first three years, because we as we know, those are very monumental times, very important times for that mother and child to bond, and for that child to get his personality and the things that it's gonna take with him for the rest of their life. This is research. This is why I've done And I've actually done this before with my last wife. So I just said just for those two, three years, I would like you to sit down. Not saying it's mandatory, but I would like you to sit down. And it's like, but you don't want, but you want to take away my freedom and what I want to do. And I, I want to be a career woman. And it's, and it's like, bruh, and it's it's prevalent. As if, if you talk to our mothers, me and Ted's mother, let's just say, they would have been loved to be a housewife. If you if you propose this, this idea to them, not all of them, but way more than today. Today, would, they're would they really have thought that then though. Would they would they have felt that same mm. way then though? Mm. That's a good question. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because now they see. I don't know if y'all uh, watch Pearl, just Pearl, but they have a lady on there called Auntie. Uh, they call yeah. her Auntie. Yeah, yeah, yeah little Auntie. Yeah, right. And she speaks from a uh, a experience now. Like this is what I yeah. wish I would have done. Yeah. Right. It's because mm -hmm. our mothers are the generation that told their daughters to go get a career. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You're right. So, like, I, <clears throat> they they are now saying, okay, well, I don't have anything to show for me being a single mother and me not uh, uh, being in a position of moving the way that I needed to move. So, if I mm -hmm. would have been able to be a house mother, housewife, uh, you know, mm -hmm. then uh, things would have probably be different, right? Mm -hmm. as, as opposed to like what you saying the the young lady that you was talking to, mm -hmm. she, this is what is is really kind of frustrating. And I was gonna do something. I was gonna uh, do a little um, like a reel today about this. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my fiance uh, Kendra, like she she's a boss lady. You know what I'm saying? She has a has a makeup school that we're working on, and she's a uh, beautician as well as a makeup uh, stylist, right? And so mm -hmm. she has these businesses, <clears throat> and I'm thinking, like, you know, like most people, guys would think, okay, she just want to be an independent woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But as right. I have a conversation with her, she was mm -hmm. like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want you to be in charge. You know what I'm saying? It's a mentality thing. It doesn't mean that I want to stay at home. However, you know what I'm saying? That just means that I want you to be able to be the head of this, this house, right? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, I understand that you may not be the housewife that I had before. Like, I get that, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. every woman is different. Yeah. However, I'm, that's not going to change that I see you as the leader. So what it sounds you know, like to me is that the woman didn't think that you was, a, was the leader for her. Um, maybe I don't know. Uh, but you do know. I would. I don't. I don't. But uh, because I, I only say that because um, I, I mean I got a track record. You know what I'm saying? Like I got. I've proven I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like 
And I, I, I mean, I, I just like my resume speaks for itself. I'm not trying to brag, but it's just yeah, my yeah. resume speaks for itself. Like I handle business. So it's like, yeah. you know, I couldn't even say that. But th- th- the thing is, it's not the only woman to say it. And okay. the more and more I, I, I cross reference the woman I deal with, the women I deal with or talk to, because it's not all the same, but yeah. I, I cross reference that between what I see online or what I see in certain podcasts and conversations. It lines up. Like can rather be a real woman than a than a mother. Right, right. And my thing is this: like, I don't have a problem with a woman wanting to be a career woman. I don't. I, I actually don't have a problem with that. My problem is, is you don't understand that if you're taking a step forward in career, you're going to take a step backwards in motherhood. It's just it's it's inevitable. It's no it's no way around it because if career means work. It's no, it's no way around this shit. If you're really trying to be a career woman, you're gonna, you're gonna lose in being a wife. You're gonna lose in being a mother. You can still do both, but something is like it's gonna give somewhere. So yeah. I guess the perfect segue. We, we kind of got into it early, but I want, I want to dive into it before we get up out of here. Um, and the last, one of the last, one of the last questions. One more after this one, but the last question that I wanted to ask is. Does feminism play a role in the dad's position becoming less appreciated? And I'm gonna start with Tia because we started with some yeah. uh, humble dad last time. Oh, uh, I definitely believe it plays a role. I don't think that's the biggest role. Um, I look, I think all of us know what the biggest role is to this. We just working around it. But I do think it play a role. And me and CJ have talked about this numerous times about how first wave feminism was needed. Women deserve the right to vote. Women deserve certain the things that we got. We got it. We right. understand it. But now right. it, became, it, it has become extremism to a, to a, a, a certain <laughs> aspect. And I think that's another one of them things where it's like women overall now, mm-hmm. if you believe, and to any women that's watching this, if you believe you better than me, how can you appreciate me? Mm. How can you value something that you believe that you're better than or that you don't need? And, and you I, also say that you expect me to leave. That see, that it you all, those, it, yeah, those two things can't go together. It all go hand in hand when you mm-hmm. think more and more about some of the effects that feminism had and i think that's what's so scary when you trying to be a father and in my guy cj case looking for a wife because mm-hmm. now i have to see how much of this do you have in you that i gotta work to get through mm-hmm. and it's a lot of single brothers out here that's <sighs> looking for wives that's looking mm-hmm. to to have mothers of their children and they like Okay, she love her boss man more than she'll ever love me. <laughs> she loved the fact that she can go to school for 12 years more than she gonna love me. Like like Money Connoisseur said, it's a contradiction. And for brothers that be out here looking, man, I I be I just feel so sorry for them sometimes because you have this conglomerate of social media and magazines and your Meg the Stallions and Glow Rillers that's all telling you. Hey, you can do whatever you want, and a good man gonna be coming to you. It's like, oh man, we we that's why it's so important that we keep doing what we're doing, man. Because somebody gotta give them the truth, even to the brothers. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Giving them the truth as far as not being so well, you know, everything gonna be okay. We're gonna figure it out. No, it's mm-hmm. I expect this from my wife. I expect mm-hmm. this from the mother of my children. Can you be that? Mm-hmm. Can you? Go ahead, humble dad. I see you cooking. He's on fire. <laughs> I, I think uh, I would I would say that feminism does play a role, mm-hmm. but it's because of men that feminism got its power. Oh, hold on. How many times? Hold on, hold on. God damn it. Panic boom. No, God. No, God, please, no. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Woo. That's right.
that man hit him with one real quick. Bro, let's wow. go ahead. Go ahead. I, you cook. Yeah. Go ahead. Cook. Uh, and and I and and you know, uh, and I and I didn't know that until like uh, me and my you know I had a conversation with my like with Jen. Like she mm-hmm. was like you know, um, men uh, rule the world, but women run the world. That's what she was saying. Mm. Right. Mm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? You know, I was like, I did just like what you did. And so she broke right. it down to me and she was like, you know, uh, if that wasn't the case, then why would feminism have a place? Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like, okay, men, you have given up power. And now we're complaining about that the power has been taken uh... or been given. Right. So, now, Just piss somebody this, off. Yeah, so yep. so the, the 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 so feminism yes plays a role, but it was the man mm-hmm. that allowed feminism to even have a role, right? You couldn't even have feminism without men co-signing. <laughs> correct, correct, right? So mm-hmm. uh I don't even know, you know, uh you know the part about <clears throat> what was it? If you go back to Roe v. Wade, right? Mm-hmm. That was a, a the, the the Supreme Court was. Pretty much, I want to say all men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was a part of the stepping stone for, for feminism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My body, my choice, right? So that, that segued into that. And then that just transitions into, you know, um, everything mm-hmm. else that, that came about, right? So, I mean, you because because what's interesting is that people will say, mostly feminism will say that this is a misogynistic world. Right. right? However. A patriarchal world. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, however, you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do as a woman. Right. <laughs> there's no literally. There's, nobody, there's no. There's nobody telling you really that you can't do anything. Um, what was it? Uh, black women were the hot, uh, the fastest, and the most uh, as entrepreneurs. Uh, yep. The most with degrees. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. I think men def- definitely need to step up their game. You yeah. know. Uh, and if you if you come into a, a woman and she has the position of, uh, you know, that she values her career more than than motherhood, <clears throat> you just need to exit stage left or right, whichever oh, one. Man. You just need to jump off the ship, right, mm-hmm. or have her take get off the ship, right? Because um, it, it the thing that's happening with with feminism, the, the I think the third wave is what it's called, yeah, is that they're wave. saying. They're saying that we're equal to men. We can do whatever men can do. You need to mm-hmm. pay us the same, or we need to be in a relationship, and, and there's equalness there. Well, mm-hmm. um, me, me and Kendra had this conversation, and she was like, how can two heads coexist? How, how can two heads lead? It's not possible. There, uh, there's a book called, uh, I think I made a pack. It's called uh, Good. Let me see. It's uh, Good to Great. It's a business book. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's a business book. And it and it talks about uh the top companies and and why they became a top company. And none of them had two leaders. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, there was a there was a uh I wow. can't remember who did it. They tried it and they were the anomaly. <laughs> so they had two leaders, but they were the anomaly. But it's suggested mm-hmm. by everybody else that one, you should hire within as well as it should only be one leader. Yes, sir. Right. And so not saying, I mean, you can say that a marriage uh is a um is a partnership, right? But somebody gotta have the 51%. We at Humble Dad, we did a whole podcast episode <sighs> speaking about the final vote, and that's what I said. <laughs> It's one of these things where it's like, look, 1A, 1B, we great together, but somebody got to get the final say. Otherwise, we going back and forth. No, Two, it's not somebody. It's the man. The man. That's the thing. We can't. You don't even want the man that, that, that would allow you to be the decision maker. No, you don't. You, even, don't. you won't even respect that guy. That's what's so no. funny about it. It's like we know it, but it's like we see it being fought against so much. We know two kings can't live in the same castle. That's why mm-hmm. most men have to leave their father's home. Because you start thinking, I'm that guy. And it's like, hold on, partner. I'm the one partner. that built this thing from the ground up. And you're going to talk to me like that? 
And I was one of them guys, and that's why I got kicked out. <laughs> see, but see, I talked to my dad about this last night. I learned my lesson because I had to understand. Because now I didn't build my kingdom. I got my own house. I got a family. So I realized how disrespectful that is to be in a man's house and tell yep. you ain't going to do. Yes, now, sir. imagine they coming from a one. Mm -hmm. A sacred okay. night to the back guy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, though, that the but it's the man's fault, though. Yes. That's it always comes back to the man if you want to be real. It Facts. always comes back to right. the man. Like so, so, we've said yeah. that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, I, I was just gonna probably find what you're gonna say. What you're gonna say? Mm -hmm. Um, John Maxwell says uh, success rises and falls on leadership, right? Mm -hmm. So the interesting thing about that is that if I say, okay, you're going to, we're gonna go with your decision instead of mine. Mm -hmm. Not saying that you don't mm -hmm. have a good one. But we're always going right. to go with your decision, okay? Right. And you get the final say. Now, if that decision doesn't pan out, it still falls on me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? So. Uh, LeBron James. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Or, or anybody that's in, in charge. So, mm -hmm. like, it, it, if I say, well, XYZ told me to do this, so that's why we're doing it, as opposed to saying, mm -hmm. well, they made a su suggestion. I thought that this was the best suggestion, so we're going to go with that. That's mm -hmm. different. Right, because mm -hmm. it's not it's it's not to say that your 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 wife doesn't have a better decision than you or a, a mm -hmm. better idea than you, right? It's at the end of the day you're like, okay, this is my thought, this is your thought, and I'm looking at it. I think that what you're saying makes more sense, and this is what we're gonna go with, as opposed to saying, okay, whatever you say, then we're gonna do that. Let like me that, let me let me tell you how you you know this is true. Does anybody has anybody ever heard a sportscaster talk about how many losses in the finals Kevin Durant has? Am I breaking up? Now, no, now, now, no, we got you. Good. You good? Now, and, and how many times have you heard them talk about LeBron? Yeah. How many losses he had? Well, they don't ask about how many. Ky they don't talk about Kyrie's final losses. Mm -hmm. They talk about LeBron's finals losses because right. he's the leader of that ship. That 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 tide rises and falls with LeBron James. And you notice now people might say stuff for him, but when he's in the media, he doesn't blame his team. He takes it on the chin. It's we, we got to play better, but it starts with me. I'm a, I'm the captain. I'm the leader of the team. So, but for me to answer the question, because I I'm pretty much in agreement with y'all. Um, it does play somewhat of a role. And I would say this because it also ties in what I said from the beginning, that women don't necessarily today want to, to be the mother that, that, that is really needed. Not all, not, I don't even know the percent. I can't, I'm not gonna let, let's just say 49 to make you feel better. Right. Yeah. Let's just say 49% of women don't want to actually play the role of a mother, like the, 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 the actual position. So what does that do? It makes her lean on me for her role. Mm. Think about how many times we had the conversation, Tess, where we talk about, okay, what if a guy pays 100% of the bills? But he still got to help here. He still got to do – but it's like you're not helping me take care of all this, you know, the bills. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But fairness doesn't matter. And that's what feminism, third-wave feminism is. It's not about fairness. It's about superiority. Yes, so sir. that's why when we had these conversations, I would say, hell, yeah, play, play a role in us being less appreciated because they don't they, – they want our position. That's really what it is. They want our position and they don't want the responsibility that they come with it. That's my issue. Come on, man. And Tommy, I'm going to block you if you if you say one more thing, bro. If you say one, <laughs> one more thing. Listen, bro. He definitely blamed J.R. Smith, bro. Bro, who would blame J.R. Smith for that? He came. Okay, listen. I'm going based on what your statement no, was. Your no, statement no, says that. that he never... <laughs> 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 Listen, hey, more podcast hosts need to do that. Jr. was high. Jr. was high. You can't. He was. Can't. He was high as a bird, man. Yeah, LeBron. I don't blame him for that one. But I'm just so, saying, he blamed Jr. Is all I'm saying. Like he, he, LeBron, he The reason why he, we talking he about pissed. LeBron. That's okay, but you're, I'm just going based on your statement. You say he never. All right, let's him. let's get somebody okay. everybody loves. Michael Jordan. Fine. No, he's never lost the game. So let's go with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan <laughs> never blamed nobody for anything that went wrong. He always took it on the chin in them big ass suits. All right, there we go. So yeah, that's yeah. that was better. That, everybody fair. agrees. That's everybody fair. agrees. I mean, like it's, it's a, the the point is that um, 
like I was saying, yes, feminism plays a role, but it's only because men give them that position. So, for example, if dudes was like, you know, uh, had dig discipline and they was only messing with women that they mm-hmm. saw as wifey material, mm-hmm. right? Things would be a, a lot different. Whole lot. It'd be a That's whole lot bad. different because if we're going to say now, I, like I said in the beginning, I said that if women would close their legs, right? And men would have di- discipline. It'd be totally different. Now the thing of it is, is that dudes, uh, some dudes don't allow, um, are, are not aware of uh, their position, seeing as though they don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't even know how to get to their goals, right? But then they want a woman to to follow them, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you follow right. a bad captain? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Ooh. So hey. So, so you see what I'm saying? So, it's like, but the thing of it is, is that that man was probably raised by a single, single mother. Uh-oh. Oh, right? oh, oh, oh. And so it's the cycle that is per- persisted uh, mm. continuously. And so the, I was raised by a single mother, but I also had an uncle that I looked at and he was an integral part in my life. I also went to college and I have fraternity brothers that was like, okay, bro, this is what you, this is how you need to move. <clears throat> Even though sometimes that it, that wasn't good for me mm-hmm, and how I mm-hmm. treated women, however, it gave me my my confidence and how I could walk up to a beautiful woman and and, and she said no, it wasn't no big deal to me. Just keep it moving. It wasn't no big mm-hmm. deal, so I didn't take it personal, right? In that in that regard, and then once I got into the Bible, then my whole trans my mindset changed of what it looks like to be a leader, yep. what it looked like to serve, because because to be to keep it one hundred. Like one thou while some people say I think that's a real estate. Don't do, right don't now. don't don't do that again. Okay, I already <laughs> did it. Yeah, okay. I, just don't do it again. You got the that's, one. Don't do it again. Okay, that's right. I I respect the platform. Right. <laughs> so that that men don't understand that. Listen, if you're not up under somebody, like if you're not under under God to say, okay, this is my authority. Mm-hmm. Come um, on, be, man. Okay. This is how he's running things. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's how he run it. Okay, so this is how I should run it. And one of the things that that God did that was so great for us that he came, he 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 repositioned himself, so to speak, on earth mm-hmm. as a human, right? Mm-hmm. And he lowered himself. And then not only that, amongst his disciples, he washed their feet. You know what I'm saying? So here you have God in the flesh washing these dudes' feet that were much lower than he was. But Come his whole on. point was saying, this is how you serve. Right? Come on, humble so, so, men, so, men, so for me, I understand that I got to serve my wife in a capacity that allows her to flourish. And in turn, because as a leader, as a leader, I'm going to get it back. Right. If, 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 she, if I've if I've chosen correctly, for sure. Right. So, so that's why I say it's more on the men, right? To say, listen, I'm not finna mess with you. I'm not gonna even give. You, I'm not even finna sleep with you if you're on that type of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and especially impregnate them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I do understand that there's that people make bad decisions. I'm not saying that 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 doesn't happen. But what I'm saying is, now that you know, do better. Yeah. So, man, we gonna ask our final question for tonight. And um, this one of the ones that we try to finish uh, the our episodes out on Black Father February with. How has being a father made you a better man? Is CJ gonna and go know, first? And I, no, you gonna go first because I know how you react to this question. So, because I know oh. you, go ahead. Did you did you watch that run? Like dude. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. That's crazy, right? Uh. Cause I did get emotional on that on that day. That was my birthday yeah. as well, right? And my fiance was like, uh, "Why? Do, what makes you uh, be a, be a, what, what? How? She didn't say how being a father made you a better man. It was a different question, but mm-hmm. how it's made me be a better man is that uh, I've become more selfless. I mean, yeah, I've become more selfless, yes, and less selfish, right? Because um, when I was a young dude, everything was about me. Right. Because I'm single or whatnot. And even in, even being in the relationship with Jen, when we were just dating, I was really con- just concerned a lot about myself. But then as it relates to becoming a father, I was able to see myself 
as how God probably sees me, right? Mm -hmm. And so it allowed me to humble myself. Hold on, can you, hold on. Can you say that one more time? It then allowed then, me then, to then. see how God sees me. Mm. And, and God sees me as like, you know, I was, I gave more, I gave more grace. Yeah. Uh, I, I was able to give more mercy. I was able to take a moment to step back and say, okay, uh, I shouldn't have said that. Not, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I looked at uh, life differently once I had uh, Gianna. And it also showed me that I'm not giving no dude no pass. That's not in their kid's life. Mm. Mm. Right. You need to, because I was like, when I held her, I I, I was very yep. conflicted. I was very conflicted because I was like, why would my dad not want this? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, and in my situation, my mom never talked bad about my dad. Mm -hmm. Never. You know what I'm saying? She was the one that would always say, you need to go call your dad. You need to go see your dad. Even to this day, she say that. And this dude is a, a horrible person, right? So what it made me do uh, as a how it became uh, a better man was uh, it allowed me. It, it also made me get into my word more because I didn't have a father. So I was looking at my heavenly father to be able to mm -hmm. be like, okay, how should I operate as a dad? So I would say the person that you all kind of get to see now, uh, you get to see the, the the better version or the best version of me being a father. And if I could add. Being a single father has made me uh, empathetic to single mothers who mm -hmm. whose uh, whose uh, baby daddy left, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? or that's not there on purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it also has allowed me to see uh, the the individuality of my kids. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I have four, so I'm able to see. Okay, I need to do this for her. I need to do this for him. I need to do this for him. I need to do this yeah. for her. Right. And so that allows my uh the ability to uh manage people. So I'd be able to I become a better manager as well. Mm -hmm. Uh and I, I, I also think further ahead now. Like I said before, and I uh I think about what type of spouse will they be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, as it relates to how I'm parenting to now. So how has been a father made me a better man? It, it has allowed me to uh, look at people differently uh, and also be a little bit more compassionate. Uh, but don't get it twisted. You know, I will come for your throat, you know what I'm saying, when need be. So. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Mr. Humble. That's Dad, my, that's my short version. Man, we appreciate Mr. Humble Dad for coming through. We gotta give my brother a round of applause for the give cooking. It up, give it up, give it up, give it up. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Five, one hundred, five, one hundred, five, five, one hundred, five, one hundred, five, five, one hundred, five. 100, the, the 5, 100, podcast, the 5, 100, podcast, the 5, 100, podcast, 5, 100, podcast, the 5, 100, podcast, it's the 5, 100, podcast. It's the 5100 Podcast.